0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to God's Word for Life. This is episode number 53. This is a lesson companion podcast, so for those of you who are Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Living Word 2021 lesson manual or student workbook and turn to lesson number eight intended for April 25th, 2021, the lesson entitled His Strength is Perfect. For those of you who are not Word of Flame curriculum customers, we invite you to grab your Bible, sit back, and let's dive into God's Word together. All right, well, before we look into God's Word together, if you want to go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Revelation chapter 3, we're going to read a few verses in Revelation chapter 3, and then we're going to read one verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. But before we do that, endurance training is a popular method used to train the body to do whatever it needs to without being overtaken by exhaustion. An athlete can become proficient in a certain skill and have a perfected technique but without endurance that athlete will fall short men and women of the military are pushed to their limits as they undergo endurance training to alter their bodies their minds their diets emotions and natural responses and certainly endurance is key to survival training will allow individuals to reach the loftiest of goals individual skills and their gifts and their techniques can only take them so far so to be sure of success, endurance has to be developed, and Scripture encourages believers to endure. It promises us that the Lord will give strength. If, if we will endure, we'll have a testimony of the Lord fulfilling His promise, a promise to strengthen and provide. We are made overcomers by the word of our testimony and are encouraged to endure by hearing the stories of our fellow believers. The Apostle Paul was a great example of this. He regularly shared his testimony as an encouragement to believers at every stage of their journey. He even told Timothy, he said, "Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that's in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. That's Second Timothy chapter two verses one through three. Let's look in our Bibles at Second Corinthians chapter 12 and Revelation chapter three, this lesson entitled, "His strength is perfect." Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 9. We'll read that verse, and then we'll read Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. So first, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And let's go to Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that's holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and shutteth, and no man openeth. I know the works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they're Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast that which thou hast, that no man take thy crown." He that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let me read again our focus verses, verses 8 and 9 of Revelation chapter 3. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan which say they are Jews and are not but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet and to know that I have loved thee. We're taking this passage from lesson number eight, his strength is perfect. The focus thought is if we will endure The Lord will be our strength and our help. I want to look at this passage, this passage in Revelation chapter 3 and the verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and look and see how these can apply together and what can we learn from these and focus on this week as we seek to draw closer to the Lord and learn more about Him and truly please Him with the life that we live. So we're looking here in Revelation chapter 3, and we're looking at this, again, addressing some of these seven churches in Asia, which we've been looking at for the last several weeks. And this this time, we're looking to the church at Philadelphia, and the Lord speaks, uh, John writes to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, these things saith he that's holy, that's true, that's the key of David, that opens, and no man shuts, and shuts, and no man opens. And then in verse 8, he writes, he says, I know thy works, that's familiar, right? He said that to many of the churches. And he says this, he says, behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. He's, he's put before them. We don't know what this open door necessarily uh, means, but we do understand that when the Lord opens a way, when the Lord opens a door for us, for his people, no man can shut it. That when he makes a way, even when there seems to be no way. That when he purposes something to happen, no one can stop it. And I know he's promising the church here in Philadelphia, but I believe we have enough scripture and enough promise in the Bible that God has things he wants to do in each one of our lives. And when he begins a work, he will complete it. It'll be a work that no one else can stop. Paul wrote to the Philippian church. He said, he that has begun a good work in you will complete it into the day of Jesus Christ. So I believe there are opportunities, there are possibilities, there are open doors in our lives. There's an open door in your life right now that God has purpose. he's promised you something and he will complete it. After he says this, that I've set for an open door, no man can shut it, he says this, he says, thou hast a little strength, you've kept my word, you've not denied my name. He didn't say, wow, Church of Philadelphia, I put before you an open door. No man can shut it. You have the strength of an undefeated warrior. You are more than a conqueror. You've got anything and everything you would ever need at your disposal. No one can stand against you, church, because I am with you. He doesn't say that, does he? He says, you you have a little strength, but you've kept my word. You've not denied my name. Why was a little strength enough? And why in your life is a little strength enough? Well, it's because when the Lord is on your side, he has all power, all strength. And if he has called you to do something and he has purposed something to happen in your life, he will give you the strength that you need to overcome. He looked at the church of Philadelphia and he says, you have a little strength But with that little strength, you have kept my word, and with that little strength, you have not denied my name. With that little strength, you have stood for what was right. With that little strength, you have done all that you can do to hold fast to my name. And I believe the Lord's looking at somebody that's listening to this podcast today, and he's saying, you have a little strength. But with that little strength, you've stood firm when the pressure was put on in your life. And with that little strength, you stood up for me. And with that little strength, you you endure the difficulties that have come your way. And I want you to know, I've set before you an open door. And I'm on your side. And I'm going to work things out for you. And, and everything's going to come to pass. And it's going to be all right. You've got a little strength. But with that little strength, you've been faithful. With that little strength, you've proved to be faithful to me. And that's all we need. We just need a little bit of strength. You'll just exercise a little bit of strength. You've got the strength that you need. The Bible tells us that everybody has been delivered a measure of faith. Jesus said, if you just have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. We have all been given a measure of faith. And that measure of faith you have is enough. That strength you have is enough. Enough. I don't know what you're facing right now. I don't know what's overwhelming you right now at this moment. You're listening to this podcast and you've got some things that you're just worried about in your life. There's some things that you're dealing with and battling. But I want you to know the faith that you have and the strength that you've been given by God is enough. You will not be consumed by this. You will not be overtaken by this. You will not be destroyed by this. The Lord will not allow it if you'll just hold fast to the strength that you have. Profess the faith that you do have. Your little strength is enough. Be encouraged today. Then he goes on and he talks to them about these people who say they're Jews and they're not. And they're really the synagogue of Satan. There are some not good people that have tried to attach themselves to some of them in the church of Philadelphia. But he says, he gives this warning in verse 11. And I think it's something we need to consider for a few minutes today. He says, behold, I come quickly. And I think that's something we need to understand. I believe the Lord is coming back very soon. I believe the return of the Lord Jesus Christ is very near. I don't know if that means he comes back sometime today or sometime next week or sometime in the next year or the next several years, or if he tarries another 10, 15 years, I'm not sure, but I I do know that the time of his return is drawing near. It's nearer than it's ever been. He comes quickly. But this is what he tagged on it that said, Behold, I come quickly so hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Behold, I come quickly. So hold fast what you have, that no man take thy crown. Even if you just have a little strength. Hold on to what you have and don't let anybody take your crown. What I see from this is the Lord uh, encouraging the church of Philadelphia, and I believe we can apply it to our lives here today, that we have been promised a crown. You have been promised victory. You and I have been been promised eternity in the presence of Jesus Christ. We have a hope that cannot be taken away by anybody And so the Lord says, hold fast what you have and don't let anyone take your crown. Don't let anyone steal away the hope that is in you. Don't let anyone steal the eternity you've been promised. The times are getting rough. The world is drawing and waxing worse and worse. And the Lord says, what you have, the promise that you have, the spirit that is within you, the righteousness that has been made a part of you, the promises God has made to you, the hope of heaven that is in your sights. Hold fast to it. Hold on to it. Hold tightly to it. Hold tightly to it because no man, let no man steal your crown. Why must we be on high alert Why? We must live our lives on high alert. Live our lives soberly, godly, watching, being watchful, being vigilant. Because the Lord comes quickly. He's coming very soon. And this world is waxing worse and worse, more evil and more evil by the moment. It's not just about rights being taken away from us it's not just about uh, certain governmental laws that protected certain rights of individuals that are being trampled upon and changed those that's all a part of it in the political sphere all those things are a part of it but even more than that it there's a spiritual attack happening in this world And it's attacking the very fabric of our faith and the very fabric of the word of God. It's coming against it. But we know the word will endure forever. It will never pass away. But those of us who are flesh and blood, we must stand firm on the promises of the word of God and hold fast to that which we have been given and don't let anything steal it away. Don't let the enemy sneak into your life and trick you out of what you've been promised. Don't let the cares of this life. Uh, make its way into your heart and steal away the very promise of eternity that you've been given. Don't let don't let the enemy get a foothold in your family and and wreak and wreak havoc in the precious people of your family. Hold fast tightly that that you've been given. Watch and pray. Be vigilant. Be high. You be on high alert and don't let anyone steal your crown. Hold fast to what you Back to that little bit of strength. I've just got a little bit of strength. I'm just barely holding on. I know sometimes we feel that way. But I saved this verse for the last portion. I'm going to read it again, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. This is Paul talking about an encounter he had with the Lord when he was struggling with a particular thing in his life and begging God to get rid of it. And Paul writes, 2 Corinthians twelve nine, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So you've just got a little bit of strength and a whole lot of weakness. Well, let me promise you today, let me give you a promise from the Word of God. Your His strength is made perfect in your weakness. How is his strength made perfect in weakness? Well, when we come to the end of ourselves and when we recognize we can't make it on our own and we have just a little bit of strength, in those moments, it's when we reach out to our Savior, it's in those moments we find ourselves casting ourselves at his feet and calling out to him, and it's exactly those moments where he takes our little bit of strength and our whole lot of weakness. And in that, he becomes strong through us. You may feel like as this world gets wicked, more and more wicked, and things just seem to be happening at breakneck speed in our world, things changing just. Overnight, things change and we wake up. It seems every morning we wake up to a new world. We recognize less and less. But it's in this last days, in these final days, when we maybe feel like we are at our weakness, our weakest, I believe the Lord Jesus Christ is going to show himself strong and and powerful to those who will surrender themselves to him. And in our weakness, he is made strong. I want you to be encouraged today. A couple things we can do to apply this to our lives. First of all, this week, don't give up because of your weakness. Just surrender your weakness this week to the Lord whatever it is you feel weak over whatever it is you feel weak you just you've got little strength well this week it's time to pray specifically about that and hand it over to the lord lord take my weakness i've just got a little bit of strength left take it lord and i want to be strong in you i want to i want to watch you work inside me i want to watch you work through me so this week give that weakness to him and secondly If you're not living on high alert this week, you need to start living on high alert. This week, you need to start being vigilant. You need to start living soberly and godly in this present world. This week, we we cannot afford to let in these last days surrender the crown that we've been promised. We cannot allow the cares of this life to creep inside and sneak their way inside and steal away the very thing that we are holding to and clinging to, the very thing God's promised that we can have, the hope of heaven the hope of eternity with him, the hope of life eternal. This week, be on high alert, be watchful, be watchful, and be alert to God moving and being at work in your life this very week. Dear Lord Jesus, how grateful we are for not only for your word that strengthens us, that gives us direction and gives us guidance, but for the Spirit of the Lord, for the Holy Ghost living inside of those who have received your Spirit, living inside of us, O oh God, so that we in our weakness can find a strength, tap into a strength that no one can know but those who are filled with your Spirit. And oh God, we want to tap into that strength this week. But we know that you are coming quickly. We know that you're returning very soon. And we want to be a part of the victorious church, the victorious people you're coming back for. We want to live our lives vigilantly, soberly. We want to live our lives watchfully. We want to live our lives looking for the great appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God, we want to be near you. We want to be close to you. And we want your strength to be made perfect in our weakness. We give you glory.